Damn you, logic. What did that say? Ooh. Yo, this though, right? Am I right? Anyways, welcome back to the motherfucking Minds Wide Open Podcast. This is episode 14. And I am here with a couple of my favorite people to fucking talk to, and that is on God. To my left, we have, for heaven's sake, yeah. lightning in the lightning. bottle in the building, yeah. and probably several other layers of things on top of that. And to his left, we have Daniil once more in the motherfucking building. What's up, Daniil? What's going how's, how's, how's the feeling? I gotta get you alive, because you're the dude that, like, I need a... Insert energy into to get it back, you know. Pause. But, I'm here. I'm present, man. Amen. <laughs> and I am your host, Cool Hand Luke, aka Dfica Juice. And you are currently listening to the song that I cannot stop fucking listening to. I am obsessed with this record. This, this is, is Save one. Mars. Take a hint. And I wanted to start there just because. I cannot believe how in love I am with everything he's dropping right now. The three songs that he's dropped from the project he's coming out with, which are Take a Hint, Either Way, and The Story Went, mm-hmm. all three are 10 out of 10 for me. Just straight, 100%. 10 out of 10. You, you're concerned with the bug? Well, I think you want me to kill? I'm not going to kill that boy. Let no, me that's, that's the homie, man. Well, you why are you trying to get this violent hey, in hey, here? Hey, listen, man. Listen. <laughs> Everybody's different. (laughs) (laughs) So shout out to Save Mars because, I mean, he knows damn well how much I enjoy his shit, but I just had to put it on record because I really believe he's going to take a major position in the industry. And uh, I got to insert my ego in there somehow. Anyways, how's everybody doing? I was going to say, I'm not like that about rats. (laughs) Rats are my, I don't know what it is, but rats, I can't. I can't stand the motherfucking. <laughs> you gotta kill those. I don't. It's it's. I try not to. The other day I had like a thing where I'm like chilling, vibing in like my little back area. Okay. And I smell. They got like a smell to me. Like I can smell the motherfucker. And I see my turn around, and I was just offended, utterly offended that he was with the existence, space. with that smell, with his with his stench, because oh. you smell like that, because so they the are like that. You know what's funny is this used to be quite rat infested where we're sitting right now. Damn. I mean, at least they're not. <laughs> you got, you got cats. You got cats holding down. Well, I mean, I got rid of them when I renovated, you know, years oh, okay. and years ago. Wow. But then the cats kind of solidified it. Oh, bam, bam, and we have MCC in the building. Entrances. Let's grab a quick pause to add another track here. Literally, caught us only three and a half minutes in. <laughs> yeah, we just started. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that was just uh, our friend JP is putting out an EP. JP EP. Tracks was just helping them figure out the naming of some tracks and title of the track. But yeah. Now I'm here. How you doing, man? I'm good, bro. Out here. Making moves. Factual. Um so, I was just uh, gushing over that last Save Mars track. Uh, uh, 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. I used that I, as my intro there. I think I was thinking about it at the same time you were gushing over it. I, well, that, that's any given time of the day, probably. Cause since he dropped it a day or two ago, I've been pretty much talking about yeah. that 70% of the time. True. I was thinking about 
You're talking about <laughs> telling your dad about it. <laughs> I was I had to play it for him because it feels like such a universal track. You know what I mean? Like it feels like anybody could love it. Did he like it? He did, and that was the the funny part was like he was into it, so he was like, "Oh, did you mix that?" And I was like, "Nah," and he was like, "Oh." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, I wasn't trying to disappoint you. I want you to, you to think I'm associated with cool shit." But uh, you know, he really likes the idea of a porn podcast happening here, so there's that for him at least. That's you great. always got to give him something to talk to his friends about. You know what I mean? That, that's great. Okay. I think reaching out, and freaking having different. And the last thing he had prior to that was, you know, he used to love telling people, oh, he teaches at Harvard, because <laughs> I would teach <laughs> summer camps of beat making at Harvard. Yeah? Yeah. That, but it was, that, it was, that's dope. Yeah, As but it was father, summer camps. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I wouldn't give a damn if you were walking around well, outside with a Well, sign. let me keep yeah. giving it to you, because I did it yeah. all up and down the East Coast. I was at oh. GW, Yale. All right. Well, shit. If I was, I'm just saying. <laughs> shit, going, even if you were the janitor. We're talking janitor. about Pops. Yeah, like, we're talking right, about Pops bragging rights. We got the custodial rights. engineer. <laughs> yeah, I got you. That shit don't look bad on a resume. Yeah. You damn oh, right. Oh, no, it doesn't at all. Damn Too bad. Right. You know, audio people don't care about resumes, unfortunately. But, yeah. That's the I mean, if I was going for a corporate job, it'd be easy. But, you know, that's neither here nor there, because that's... But no, as a relatively pop, that's out like of my life, super bragging rights. I don't care if my son's doing, <laughs> you know, anything. At, at, you're, you're speaking at Harvard two minutes a day. All right, I'm telling my people at the dinner table. My son works at Harvard. You don't need to know the details. He's at Harvard. <laughs> that's where he clocks in at. That's you funny. Know? Facts. Yeah, man. Um. Okay. So let me start hitting the few bullet points I do have available this time around. Um. Number one was. As you know, we always get into freestyles here. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to throw out a little uh, beacon to the producers that you should send in beats. I need uh, I need more fodder here. I'll rap over it so no one can take it. And then, you know, we're promoting you. We're going to tag you up in all the uh, below informations when these videos drop, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Hook us up. So you got Give me beats. something to freestyle yeah, to. You got some dope beats. Effects. Drop it. 808s. Is everyone still in that shell where they like to sit on what they got? They don't want to. Uh... I, I don't know. I, I, a lot of people are in different boxes, but I, just, I haven't really put a good beacon out there yet. So there it is. Yeah. Producers, especially Florida producers, I'll super Florida. blast you off. But, you know, any producers really. And you will definitely be credited. And uh, I did have a question. I, we do have two artists here today, which is useful for this particular question because. One thing I was thinking a lot about lately is how many different recording style preferences there are. You know, I engineer, obviously, so I've had a lot of different scenarios thrown at me. A lot of people like to go by arrangement. A lot of people like to do all the way through repeatedly. A lot of people like to do fucking word by word. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of... uh, different techniques out there and i was just curious to pick your brains for your preferred methods and see if you have good reasons as to why you want that one (laughs) well i think that it's a thing with the game becoming digital so much and and the technology really giving us the freedom to tailor make our experience in the studio it used to be one way we walk in we have to record this way i mean no matter how we're conveying this emotion it has to be this way in order to get to the other end now it's like hey i can choose to do it like this i can say it a million times and take that take i can hear it back i can listen to it i think it the technology just allowed us the freedom and now we're getting um we're getting 
Uh, Still easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kind of look, I'm trying to look for a good word because I am an artist, right? <laughs> so it, it's. No, so like what do you, like, do you feel like you take a lot of advantage of that or do you me find personally? a medium in between? No, I use it when I'm when I can't get over a hump. Meaning, I'm trying to say something. So you wait until it's like a next resort. <laughs> I wait until it's a tool. Definitely, I try to use it as a tool because I don't want to like, especially flying my hooks. I've realized that it doesn't allow for the climax naturally with your voice because when you get to that third hook, you know you're on the third hook, and you convey it and you spit it like it's the third hook, and it creates a climax throughout the song versus you flying the hook. Sometimes flying the hook is beautiful because you have that much energy in it where it doesn't matter. But then if not, nah, I, I agree with you, the latter though. I like a progression. Yeah, I think that that is more organic when it comes to the sound, and I think that that's just the fight between the digital thing for me as an artist. Like, what parts of it do I use to get over, and what parts do I use to keep it organic, to keep it real, to just say it a whole bunch of times to get it right. So, if we got into a nitty gritty detail of an example of you recording a song, how would that look like? I would be. First verse, hook. Second verse, hook or bridge. And then third verse or close. And then... Any punching? No. Only on the no. real struggle or never? Yeah, only on the real struggle. I think punching is an insult in a lot of my... I'm not Bone Thugs Harmony. I'm not Twister. I, punching is not part of my regimen. I don't think that... If I can't... If I don't have the breath control to do it... You see what then I'm how saying? how you're going to perform it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what so I try to tell kinda, people all the kinda, time. Because it's, it's a crutch. I mean, obviously there's a degree of it as an engineer where I'm like trying to get people to do it because it's slightly more convenient for me. But at the same time, it's like if you can't perform this, I don't respect your ability to record it. As an artist, though, there comes with something that punches. Like once you know as an artist personally, I just punched. So now I know once the song is done, I have to practice that piece. Yeah, and punching isn't as easy as people think just because like you have to actually sound... Like, on it's that, that same take. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta be on that level. So, the way I get people to do it is, you know, the natural trick of you Run. have to start a few yeah. words ahead. Run. You yeah. know what I mean? So that you already have the momentum. But at the same time, like, a lot of people work. are still really bad at keeping the same tone or mimicking what they did. How about you, man? Uh, personally, I, I grew up in the digital age. So, you know, I have the liberty and, you know, the blessing of having the, to being able to grow in the studio. Actually, you know, we know each other. We know uh, Minds Wide Open since our high school days. So um, really some of my first real recordings were um, either all, all the times I've recorded have either been like here or local studios or in my own house. So um, for me, the art of recording has always been like uh, so it's just as much important as the writing or the performance in front of a crowd or um, you know the composition of a song. It's all like it's all elements of the craft that takes practice. So um, you know, ideally, uh, my goal is to memorize a track and be able to spit it pretty much the whole way through. Um, and you know, that's that's the goal. But you know, it's always a process as an artist to keep working on your craft day after day and um, getting better at it. So you don't have to punch and you don't have to. You know, take a million takes and try to figure out which take is better. You just know that you got it right the first time, and that's it. So, in a sense, you're like prioritizing the result of the record over doing it all together, depending on the skill level, which yeah. I totally respect. Yeah, because, I like mean, sometimes it's a record. You, it's on yeah, the record. That's sometimes the whole point you write a track and you you're in the studio, you record it same day, so you know you have that that copy that you read. 
and then you don't really like how that sounds and you want to go in there when you memorize it and then re-record yeah, the whole especially thing. Especially when it's freshly written, it's definitely not going to be its best. Yeah, so there's different methods. I feel like it's all dependent on the song really as well. Like if the content yeah. of the song is something of like that emotion that you have to get out in the moment, then just record it. Like get out that same emotion. But if it's something that you feel like, oh, this is a party track, I got to get hyped for this and I'm not feeling hyped, then you know, you hold off and try to record it in a different state. Yeah, I'm, I think that that's exactly what it is. When it, when you need, I think it's just basically like a toolbox, a mental toolbox. And if you're writing a record or the beat is presented to you and it's giving you a certain type of energy, you look in the toolbox and, and to apply that to this energy. So like he said, if it's a hype beat and I don't feel hype right now, I may have the energy to pen the track, but to actually record it, I might want to wait a day because I know what the energy is going to need. But I felt it as far as writing, I got you. But when I know what it needs when I get in there, I think I'm going to have to wait. You know what I mean? It's another piece of the it's, craft. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah, I, I can definitely relate to that. And I relate to what you were saying about trying it. I at least want to start trying it all the way through. You know what I mean? I want to see if I can go beginning to end with this song without you know someone backing me up or whatever live scenario would look like. But I know damn well that... After I do that, I'll probably have to at least re-record the last chorus to get a different energy. Maybe the second verse, depending on how it sounded. Maybe more for everything. You know what I mean? A lot of times I'll just start doing five takes of the whole song all the way through. But I'm all over the place and I have the luxury of being in my own studio. So That's I, what I was saying. I, think, I, I can take my sweet fucking I time. I think the <laughs> earlier guys, outside of the rappers or the singers in the earlier days that had their contracts a certain way like you know the Motown machine was back in the day so I think if like let's put us in that era if we were an artist outside of the Motown machine you probably didn't have the artist development or the time to even well artist development is a whole different monster though because I feel like that's the major lacking in the game right now is there's so much direct to consumer ability that the younger the youngest of artists who don't have any kind of like a mental or emotional maturity to deal with the fucking onslaught of attention and mm-hmm. money and appearance of money but the lack of genuine yeah. liquid cash and like so many different variables that go into it's someone's tears. insecurities if they're not there yet yeah. you know what i mean and that's why artist development is kind of important because i mean it's not kind of important it's majorly important that someone is personally developed i don't even like artist development but like artist development is just kind of a way of saying like yo a lot of artists start really young and they didn't really get a chance to figure it out before they got something big so yeah we most, can't, most artists got, will tell you that too yeah because you got older guys that get it and screw it up you know yeah, absolutely it. like i became a millionaire at 17 and then you know now i'm 25 and right. then what do you do nothing it's a insane transition for some people, I can imagine. Well, I think that in the transition, you get wrapped up in your aspirations. I think the key, because I could never tell you what the truth is because I've never been on the other side. But the key, I believe, is when you get hit with that, is to just keep doing what you did to get there. You it's, know what I'm saying? Balance. That, I think that's the most thing. And keep people around you that don't look at you as a celebrity. They don't give a shit who you are. Your friends will tell you you're full of shit. I don't care if you're a millionaire. It'll keep you That's grounded. why I'm making those no yes men shirts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No yes men. Gotta shut out my own merch before it even exists. For real. <laughs> that, I'm telling you, no no yes men. Oh, and it's it'll policy. Sell. <laughs> it'll sell, man. And in the studio. In the art studios. <laughs> Everywhere. No yes men. 
How about you, Daniil? Any outside views on this? On um, just the topic of recording and like how it's perceived from your perspective, and if you might look down on someone for their inability to actually execute what their song sounds like in real life. Well, things like that. I feel that's a carnal sin in art. Okay. To not be able to at least communicate uh, a truthful representation of your art. At least be able to pretend. Yeah. Because, like, there is an in-between. You can ignore the last line while your buddy backs you up and says it and you take a breath. But, like, some people can't even get to that point with it. Yeah, I think because I think that's bad, too. I don't know if it's the yes men to do with uh, hype men, but a lot of hype men are fucking whack. That's and uh, I think they fail at their job. And if failing at their job, they drag down their MC. Absolutely. I've seen that plenty of times. I mean, obviously, at the local level, almost, you see, see a prevalent amount of it. I see it almost all the time. But I think that's a pretty key thing. And I DMX think a lot of goes out there with no hype man. Yo, DMX is performing. Down I've never here. had a hype man before. Soon. Except yeah, if I'm DMX. doing a song with Malcolm that we were both on. That's the most closest I've ever come to having like someone with me on the mic. I, so I definitely feel like I have no problem with the trenches. You know what I mean? I can get every word off. But you guys know who Spliff Star is. You know who Freaky Ty is, right? No. Yeah, because they were they were good hype men. That, but that's where that I go to. That was their to. art. That but, was their right. art. Right. I go to that because that's a lost art. I go to that it because that's what art. we're missing yeah, now. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yo, we need to train some fucking hype men out here. Like, I mean, let's start a hype man training course. I mean, you could even look at it's like you want to be a rapper, but you garbage. We got you, bro. Hit him with the hype man <laughs> motivational uh, boot camp. <laughs> Yo, how about hype, hype man boot camp? I'm, I'm, I'm. That's a business move right there. You could be a hype man. Trademark. You get a hype man. You get a hype man. Yeah, someone keep this conversation oh, going yeah. while I check this camera. Hey, yeah, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you got to teach him how to say, all right, one, two, one, two. A mic check of one, two, one, two. We got to have Swiss beats kind of like headed, It's something me and, me and Malcolm have always talked about, uh, about performing your work. Yeah. Like, that's what, anytime they show me a project, like we hang out, they listen to me I'm like, oh, like word, and you can perform that. And... They hold up to it. I think uh, I don't know if that's something that people don't like think about uh, in a larger sense, but uh, it's definitely motherfuckers feeling out here. Based yeah, yeah. off like of when you hear the song, you're all hype, and when you buy the ticket and go to the show, you're like, yeah, like "What the hell?" What's going on? Practice like a J. what Cole, you I had preach. Somebody tell me that about J. Well, Cole. I, I think there's a lot of that in the sense of co- connecting with what you were saying earlier, just about the modern version of the industry allows for so much. As far as how you record it, as far as what you're putting out and where and the energy you can put behind it versus actually presenting it for real. Like, there's a major disconnect for so many kids that have never performed but really think they're killing it. Mm. Like, it's it's genuinely funny because once you're out in the arena, th- that's when the fucking shields are down. And we, I, I get to really see who the fuck you are as an artist. You know what I mean? But is it a disconnect right now or is it? There like is a, a big disconnect. I think the, a lot of the up and coming, you know, rappers or whoever the fuck it is, whatever they want to call themselves. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Is it that a disconnect or is that the culture? 
I think it's a disconnect because once you're in the industry, it's like everyone knows that you're fucked if you can't perform it live because everyone. Yeah, but not even you have to the money. If you're no, going if to you're live shows, touring and is where the money artists. is right now. I've gone to a lot of live shows. That's man. the problem. Yeah, but the culture is like, yo, if the record is this way, as long as they come through lit, so they don't that care. Word right there, lit. Well, I think they are agreeing. I think a major say, key is a, a lot. Well, blanket statements. He just smothering motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, I, Yo, we really I, need what? a sound effect every time someone says blanket statement. Yeah, like which generations are no, we talking about? Which new artists <laughs> are we talking about? I was going for Lil Pump, Lil Peeps, uh, Lil Zan. I was just trying to go for like their live shows are pretty, they be moving. Like they got a lot of, you know, Lil Yachty had a lot of, like when you watch their live shows, they be turned up. That's good. They need, but like, I mean, it's an energy like the record, you know, like I'm saying, exchange. I don't, Sometimes you'll hear the the song and they'll need an auto tune mic, so to speak. That's maybe what I'm you, maybe you just proved me wrong. Maybe the culture doesn't care. Maybe it's not a disconnect. As but I go to split the hair now. Okay. It could be that we're talking about one type of artist, right? Because in the same time that the artist that I mentioned came out, we also have Dave East. We also have um, Action Bronson and other guys that came to the forefront that are not doing that. Kind of thing. I don't know a lot of people's live performances, so I don't have like enough of a data sample to really. Yeah, Joey Badass, yeah. Absol. Those guys are dope live too. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But know, the, the people that I like, even locally, like that, though. I kind of already like in the way they operate. I already respect what they're doing and can kind of tell right. that like they wouldn't let themselves lack. Yeah, I thought front. the conversation was more geared towards local artists, which it, it is kind of is. Yeah, why, yeah, yeah, which is why I was saying like. I've been to a lot of local shows, and if you're a local artist that goes to a local show and see how someone performs, that should be enough inspiration for you to go home and make your craft. That's why like, I feel like we're, we can only be getting better locally. I feel like if that was the past of like we're all just focused on being hype at a show or people aren't really on their bars or people really aren't on their game, um, I think that's a shift that a lot of these artists are talking about. Um, we're at a point where you, you you see everybody trying to make it. You see everybody trying to get their art out there. There's, you know, market saturated. Everybody makes good music. People are making hits around here. So, you know, you got to perform it as well. When we show up to the show, we want to see who you are and we want to support. If you give us all your energy, we'll support. It's absolutely an energy exchange for sure. But, like, a lot of... So is I, that, think, I think... Is that a yes or no? Is it the culture or... The culture is evolving is your answer. Well, I think there's different pockets, right? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're not going to go to, like, certain types of shows expecting certain things. If it's a very lit hype artist and that's their niche, you're not going to look for the perfect so lyrical performance. It's, it's self-correcting. If there, was, if there was a problem, if there was an aberration, it's self-correcting. I think the universe is by nature self-correcting, Daniel. I agree to both of those points. I'm trying I also to push say him into a hole. That, uh... <laughs> It's pushed the needle into a rabbit hole. It never. It's like the the you're like because uh, heaven's sake for heaven's sake just touched on like the mainstream in comparison, which I feel like is always he's our like, mainstream correspondent. Yeah, yeah. So, and I feel like I'm more like the local correspondent. Yes, word, 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 word. that's so, very much been clarified in multiple episodes. Yeah, definitely. Um, like we have artists like Star of Marv, Jay Howard, um, artists out there um, that really bring you know. 
they bring the whatever you're looking for. I know what it. two local artists are on your mind. <laughs> well, uh, there's more, but I didn't want to say. Oh, I know, I know, but like those, the fact that those were the first two. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you're enjoying their shit right now. Um, if you want to get into the local stuff, I could tell you what they got. Going All right, on. let's finish up the mainstream yeah, news yeah. and shit first, and then we'll move. <laughs> you, is there any mainstream news that we should hey, be looking nah, at right you now? Use bullet points. I got something for you, but you, you know, line them up. Line the bullet points. I up. lined just... these up. But uh, the last thing I have for you is a good transition into the mainstream. I hear Snoop Dogg is playing a James Bond villain, and I think that's Ooh, very appropriate. What? Yeah, that sounds sweet. Yeah. Nah, nah, you got me. I didn't know that. Ah, I didn't know that. You that's a first. Yeah. I got the mainstream So, But the, they're so themed so often that you, do you think they'll let him have his own theme? Like a weed-themed villain? I think. They're going to uh, take him so far away from what we know that they're going to give him new life. He's just going to be too cool. He's just like a different. I feel like he cool. could have a, a nice theme song, though. We, he needs a new animal now. He needs, like, Snoop. What's a more. Panther? Uh, yes! <laughs> yes! Panther. That's exactly it. It's, it's not going to work. Nah, he was, he went with Snoop Lion already. Snoop Lion was already too close. He's going to have to go with something. Yeah. No, I, I really feel like Panther represents what we're going for here. But he got, like, a. Uh, he got a P at like, the end of Snoop. Like older, yeah, it's, it's not work. older white dudes like calling themselves Silver Panthers. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like there's a connection between the James Bond esque vibe of like Eurocentric, um, higher living luxury shit, espionage, and and the the image of the Panther. Oh, okay. I see yeah. what you're going. I see what you're doing with that, but. The whole sleek. Yeah. I, I put Sleepy. way too much effort into even explaining that. So, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's a, a transition. That's a too, many Snoop, too many Panthers. Snoop Panther <laughs> is going to be a uh, new villain in, in the James Bond films. I'm definitely going to check that out uh, four years after it comes out free online. Hev, what do we got in the news take here? take that long these days. That's true, but I am super lazy with, <laughs> like, if it's not in the first page of Google searches, I ain't getting it. I just wow. type in Put Locker. If it's not in Put Locker... That's that's game set match. Well, I mean the Oscars. Oscars. You know, the Oscars? You're, you're a thespian fan for sure. Yeah, love Talks. the Oscars, man. What, what, I, I what liked, happened? I liked what what the evening. It was a shocker. Regina King won. If anybody doesn't know Regina King, no, she's a brilliant actor, yeah. actress. I liked I liked the uh, the people that won. I thought that they. I thought that they did a good job, but there were also a lot of foreign films that I didn't know about, a lot of films that I, that I then had to go back and check out. Um, the song Shallow, man, from Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. from uh, I think this movie was called A Star is Born. That song dominated both the Grammys <coughs> and the Oscars. <coughs> that one is, song. Is this a song I would know if I heard it? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I think I it's, it's a Probably big not ballad. That. It's a huge ballad. I think it, ever since Adele kind of stepped back, it's the biggest ballad since then, and it it, it dominated. Hold she, on, damn! Is, has anybody is tried Lady, to like take all the winners and reverse engineer the mind states of the Academy? <laughs> no, but the Academy did a funny move because they were they went without a host because Kevin Hart pulled out. Yeah, so they went without a host and they were rotating. They opened up the show with Adam Lambert performing with Queen. Standing in for Freddie, doing a yeah montage. I did. I don't know, man. Doing blasphemy. Yeah. Well, you know what, man. I think that the, the fact that they picked Adam, it just was like get out of here. You know, 
Like, come on, man. Like, are you guys really going to pick him? And it's like they're trying to recreate the whole thing, you know, with his background and who he is right now. I think they could have got a better singer. Not that he's a bad singer. I just wanted to see somebody else kind of open up the show. Um, but what I think a lot of, another highlight to the show was the, pres- the, the guys that presented the show. When Samuel L. Jackson came out, he just felt like, oh, I'm just going to say the stats for the Knicks game. Like, he looks at his phone. He's like, the Knicks just won. So he goes out, and he gets on stage, and he's supposed to read off the teleprompter. And he goes to Spike Lee, yeah, the Knicks just won such and such to such and such. All right, now back to <laughs> and the, the lady next to him is like, okay, back to the script, live, like, you know. And I think things like that, it just made the night, you know. And then Spike Lee won one, just never won one, you know. He, yeah, there was a big thing There's with that. Mad, mad landmines and his one little thing right there. Yeah. Me? Landmine? I'm ranting. Blow something up. Blow something up. It's not that you're ranting. It's just landmines. I'm trying to behave myself. The ones, don't get it. Get it. Yo, that's all go. You don't get understand it. You don't the point of a podcast. Yeah, you don't have to. Go in. No, no. Finish your course. Why did he, he did win for go. that? Why no, did Spike no, Lee I mean, win? Why, just, does, why did Spike Lee win an Oscar finally? You ain't got no bait for me, man. You ain't got no bait for me. You ain't got no bait. We know you. Why you spoke up. There's you know, clearly you know, bait on the table. Why. I'm showing you the tricks. He looked like he about to show you how it's done. No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, because we're talking about the Academy. You know, it's Hollywood and it's pop culture. And okay, so what, 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 what was saying? the standout Oscar result? It has to be Spike. I mean, I think um, the was it deserved this time, or yeah, were they just yeah. like we fucked up before and now we got to give it? Should have said something. No, it's fine. We're good. Did you hear my question? <laughs> yeah, I think the standout. You talking about the standout moment? No, no. I'm saying, do you think that they gave it to him for what they gave it to him for, or just because they didn't give it to him before? Like they've definitely yeah, done just that because before. they didn't give it to him before. Okay. What he got it for is like what the fuck, you know? <laughs> nah. His resume, as far as what I think he done, he done plenty better movies than that. They love doing that. Covering like, ass. Corrective awards for. I mean, garbage. Halle Berry, Denzel, same thing. These guys, get, they yeah. got it for stuff that was okay, but if you look at what they did prior, it was like, you missed that? Yep. Anything else in the mainstream? No, nah, that's it with the Oscars, mm-hmm. man. I just gave you the No, Oscars, no, man. like the mainstream. The, I, that can't be the only thing in the mainstream. Hey, you man. saw that Ja Rule halftime performance? There you go. Yeah, I've seen that. <sighs> Damn. I did. It was terrible. <laughs> it, it, was, it, it, was, it was hard to watch, man. Wait, and... I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> hey... When he said that and I heard nothing, I thought they, I thought they spliced it or something. I thought it was like they Yo, edited it. To, I to, didn't to see this at all, but I have heard but that, that there shit was, was real like footage, man. Applause after the cut. And then 50 jumps on and says, yeah, I told him to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, bro, let him live. That's, you know, 50 really does find the right joke sometimes. He's like the master troller. So they call D-Wade with the game winning shot last night. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, I did State. see that highlight. Yeah. He looked very content <coughs> with himself. Damn, yeah. how, do I, how do I get... I haven't been to a game since, like, last year. I haven't been to a game this season. Yeah, I'm wondering uh, if I'll get to go. Probably not. But my boss has four seats, so it'd be nice. I think, I think I remember you saying that the other time. Yeah, he was at the game last night. Oh, word, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I have to work on finessing him. Yeah, yeah, you know. He might buy me a ticket to Nine Mile. Where, oh, nice. where, where. Yeah. Damn, they... wonder if he listens to this podcast. They <laughs> couldn't get in on Nine Mile? Oh, the, we the fact that I would say that about anyone specifically is always a joke. The easiest 
I mean, the cheapest was 15,000, went up to 45,000. That's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we actually got contacted by a vendor that wanted to sell our product. So uh, we're going to send him, you know, like, you know, a couple half cases and Word. let him do his thing and Word. see how it goes. Maybe we'll drop in um, or our president will drop in. Well, I mean, you know, if he gets you to take it out there, flex on it, show him how, how it could be. Yeah, sure. Um, aside from Show that, call you and take me to Palm Springs 420 after party, Coachella. Show Damn, Palm Springs 420 after party. Yeah, I just booked a DJ gig. Hey. Um, I mean, Yo, I might be turning, DJing. You turn into a DJ, son. Huh? Let's yeah. talk about how. Turn into. I'm not, not, he, he, I don't know. <laughs> turn into. <laughs> he, knows he, he knows what I mean by turning. You keep forgetting the lightsaber sound first, though. It's right. He knows what I, he knows what I mean by turning. But he was just virtual, so on the shit. He was like, "Yeah, I'll reluctantly play these beats because I got the ear, because I got the skill, because I got the fucking time." And now he's the reluctant book, master. Now he's booking. Now he's just booking the gigs. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was just playing in Vegas the it's other day. Tell nobody he's just out this there the DJing in Vegas. Now he's got you know. Where's this gig, MC Scene? Uh, it's a. Uh... Hollywood Hills High School. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. That's dope. Hey. That's dope. What, what year? Class Oh, nine. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, that's my sister. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's just. She's I just know flying. mad people from that class. <laughs> Damn. Wait, so, yeah, I was going to say, wait, did, did you gradu- end up graduating from Flanagan? Yeah. That's not even, yeah, that's not even your high school reunion. <laughs> like, no, that's not mine. I just got the <laughs> He's a DJ, man. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I was like, I, I, I don't like think a, that's part of the requirement. I thought, I thought no, I thought It's that, better that he's not. I, I was going to thought somebody hit him up because, yeah. you know, it was like, yeah, hey, Malcolm like, DJs. I don't know you. <laughs> but no, he was, was there like, for ninth grade though, so they're gonna do that anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, He's just like cutting it out. Yeah. That's what that's what I did when I fucking met him again. I was like, where the fuck do I- Oh yeah, you was always walking home there on 40th. Alright, MCC Spartans. Yeah, man. MC Spartan. That's a good name. <laughs> DJ Spartan. This is Sparta. Then you kick the turntable over. Spartacus. Kick the turntable. And if you kick this table one hey, more look, time, someone bought franchise player. Skip. Told you. <laughs> Sold. When we doing that session, man? Oh, man. Mm, gonna get the highest better. I think it sold uh, at the first one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> the first one. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Take the cord and Hallelujah. plug it in. I don't even know which way you're ducking, man. I well, don't even have to go and fuck your friend, but I might just anyway. And I just like the penny play. I don't have to spend a lot on it. I got homies that could hold it down. I don't even know the crown, but I'm on it. On top of every throne that I ever witnessed. And everything that is severed is never forgiven on my side. I don't know if you are looking quite as high as my Mai Tai. I don't know just why, why I say things that don't make sense. And then I bring things in and then ask your tense. Tense, tense. <laughs> now we at ease, at ease, Captain. We bout to hold these and drive a different way, different route. Out my mouth. We trying to come from the south to the west, next hemisphere, east, back again, round the world in 80 minutes. Point of soul verse. 
This is just not rehearsed off of the top. I mean, I'm just on some drama, mean, cause I'm in the ocean, not trying to get seasick, just trying to be reminiscent of them days when things was little. Yeah. Now they big. Um, big now team. they big, big time. Garbage rhymes got me big, man. Off the top of the head, this the freestyle. Kill him quick, throw the headphones on or off with the lightning. Keep it going, keep it striking. Lightning in the bottle can't be trapped though. Yeah, I'm on the track and I'm lapping them. I'm too fast and they looking back. They trapped in the blocks when the shot go. Uh, Usain Bolt, I strike when I go. Uh, I ain't waiting for the green light. This off the top of the head. We get the green tonight. I'm out the bag. I'm at the bag like the Jan Sport. I'm trying to see it. See the money machine. I'm trying to see the revenue streaming. Yeah. It's off the top for the dome, I pass it. Yeah, like hot potato, nigga, nigga, catch it. Flea flicker, ketchup and liquor. Woo. Maybe some muscle, you must have heard of me. MCC, hey. everybody come around the dinner table, we all eat. No dollar menu. That's, that's my fact. Cause I'm going there constant The value of it is something that I, I'm on yet I don't have a awareness of where my health is at I know the correlation But I'm not trying to deal with that Until I got the budget Why you trying to fudge up with all the numbers Ooh, I flub myself And then I come with more thunder than the lightning did I don't even know if you should fight the kid I might just go and spin it round like a Chuck Norris roundhouse kick to the face Yo, keep up the pace You gotta get a taste of the whoops Right in your <laughs> 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 Right Exactly, facts Period Sabers and whips I'm taking no shits From anyone and getting no hits I'm taking no licks Neither whore Am I gonna worry about Anyone that think they gonna bury me Never drought Never find another route Run right through them all I don't even know if you think you gonna fuck with me or ball On any court that is adjacent to me I don't think that you should place it homie Anywhere in that vicinity I'm glad that that you feeling me And that is not a stutter I don't even have to bother I don't even have to utter any other word or syllable questioning the visual questioning my imagery questioning the tinsel toe I don't know what the fuck you take it from you don't have to make it dumb or come better I don't even come cheddar yet I uh, damn I was really gonna make a money jizz Shut joke up, that Bob, was gonna tie don't. it all together <laughs> money jizz there money jizz <laughs> joke I, I do what I can, man. <laughs> you gotta take the two things she said and tie them together somehow. That's, I know that's right. It's that's the method, ain't it? It's the freestyle. Tie your tubes. That to the was totally on beat. I'm taking that as a freestyle. <laughs> to the wall. Yo, now I want to turn that into like an old style R&B song. That'd be crazy. <laughs> to the window. <laughs> like a Marvin Gaye version of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll like, oh, that would crush. Sweat drop down my balls. My balls. My balls. Sweat drop down my balls. My balls. My balls. You remember that Young Bloods record? That Young Bloods record with um 
riding on 80, riding dirty on 85, slow them get. It sounds familiar. That's a record that did that same time. Yeah. Yo, now I want to do like a whole early 2000s fucking R&B repurposed to 70s styles R&B album. Hit it. Nah, Why not? an insane amount of work. <laughs> I got too much on my plate right now. Yeah, and and that kind of idea, I would need other people to give a fuck about for me to have the momentum. Yeah, who gives a fuck you know about I mean? that? No one cares about that. What's the next topic? Maybe if I did like one, <laughs> it would be interesting. It. Just do a porn theme, dog. You can get away with the. Is that the next topic? Theme. Right now, I was saying, gonna play some. <laughs> I was gonna play some uh, MCC, but I'm not feeling that attitude over there right <laughs> no, now. I'm what's your table. favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite porn site? I'm talking about a track. We're talking about these guys. Daniel was worried about this. Podcast going to porn that's, again. That's not what happened. That's if you recall happened. the one he was on previously, it was very porn oriented, porny oriented, if you will. This is exactly I what I didn't want to get pegged with that shit that I'm on the porn podcast. <laughs> I don't know that I, much. I, all you got to do is when they try to peg you with that shit, say the same shit I say. Million dollar industry, just me, right? Yeah, that is what he said after he right? came up with that other obscure porn. Just album. million? It's not billion. That's, uh, who that? Chris Rock. That's Chris Rock. I'll give him that. I don't know who it is. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's move over to our local correspondent now and see if we, we, if we got anything on the uh, local tip. Clearly, I'm listening to nothing but Save Mars right now. But 10 out of 10. Speaking of 10, shout out to 10 Days. His new drop? Oh, my God. <laughs> I am really fucking with this pocket of SoFlow hip-hop right now. It is incredible. Hip-hop, R&B, because clearly people like <clears throat> Zanaya fall under that umbrella of just like, damn, I can't believe these records are coming out of this small of a place in this county. And it's not an unknown thing yet. It's, for me, that's exciting because I see the, like, the potential energy. It's going to turn kinetic. You say Broad County? Oh, yeah. I mean, we could talk about, I guess, eventually uh, the negativity brought to Broad County rap when we do have things like this going on. Which uh, I know through you cats at a later time. You, you love saying things for a later time. Everything you bring up is something we're going to talk about later. It's just we here right now. He's, Speak he's, on he's, it. He's about to get in this correspondence. All right, we'll start with MCC and then he'll kick it to you for the negative vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't forget the vibes. You know, um, as far as the local stuff, yeah, man, Ten Days is killing it. That new video, all his drops. Um, we're definitely on point. He's someone that doesn't stop working. So um, we have a lot of artists out here that are working. Um, Ten Days will be performing this Saturday. I believe it's March 2nd at Newstock, along with a lot of other Florida artists. I know Astor the Gemini will be out there. Hey, Desha- that's already a lineup. <laughs> yeah, oh, right? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson will be out there. Okay. Pretty sure Shiloh Spice will be out Yo, there. Yo, that's my birthday, but I might have to catch the show. <laughs> Uh, it's in because uh, I love all four of those motherfuckers. It's at Newstock in uh, New College, which is like Sarasota. Florida. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe not. Like road trip. <laughs> so but, uh, uh, podcast. Mine's I do want to play a little bit tour. of that new Ten Days real quick. Mine's wide open yeah. tour. <laughs> Yo, the mine's wide open tour is gonna be crazy though. Yeah, you wait. Yeah. This is Don't Cry Three Thirteen by Ten Days. This is 
No? Right. No. Cool. We Maybe it's a youth-oriented vibe. Don't ask I mean, it's a vibe. It's, it's, it's rotten. It's, it's rotten. And the visual he threw out with this was pretty epic. So mix is throwing me off. Yeah? We the mix of it. I mean, I think I probably would like it more if I could hear it clear. Can you elaborate a little? Or? I just think with everything that's been, you know, you being an engineer, me rubbing shoulders and learning how to pick apart a track when I listen to it, I like it for where it could go. As far as it being presented to me right now. You know, I respect that. Yeah. I think for me, I kind of interpret it as more of a creative intended mix. You know what I mean? Like a demo kind of thing? Like the vibe of that, but... Like just intentional as the record You know what I mean Like I think there's a lot of people who Can mix very well And like to do a more creative mix And I kind of assumed that was a little more intentional Like they, like it could have been more poppy and clear If they wanted he meant to get I might be wrong in that you. Say that again You saying he meant to get that reaction out of you Yeah He meant to elicit that reaction with a... I don't know if it's meant to elicit that reaction Because it, I think it's more meant to elicit my reaction Which was positive and Understand. Is, is it necessarily positive or if it's just like he he clearly felt the track well just about um the mix itself like mm-hmm. how He's it sonically feels why it's like that like a rhythm because it feels like a lullaby you know what i mean like it's almost like you're you're supposed to try to interpret the meaning more than mm-hmm. maybe that's just well I maybe think, i'm just digging for why i like it but i really like it i think it's more just it could have so much more in it going back to technology and what we were talking about earlier and what the music allows you. I'm spoiled by other music that has all of these layers and auto-tunes and, like, a, let me, I go to Travis Scott, right? Melodic, you got that going on, boom, he switches to another beat. You like it, you get used to it at first. Even Drake does it when, in, you know, and these are the top guys right now. So when you're hearing the mainstream music or you're listening to it, you kind of get used to people being that creative with it, taking you here and then turning hard left where that wasn't before. You, yeah, you that's know? definitely something I've always been obsessed with. I always referred to myself as a bipolar producer. Mm-hmm. Like, well before... I mean, because it starts with, like, you know, your Zeppelins. That's where the real insane dynamic changes and arrangement that I like that's the earliest thing I caught Mm -hmm. that changed so much that it influenced me to be like fuck I get bored easily if I listen to a song that sounds the same all Mm -hmm. the way through I think Led Zeppelin was the because my father was obsessed with he's like that's his favorite Mm -hmm. band so obviously he introduced that to me as a child a lot plus Queen he's obsessed with which Mm -hmm. he presented to me a lot and you know Bohemian Rhapsody is like the vibe for me you know what I mean I like the journey and the change and like more of a cinematic audio experience than an yeah. actual song or Definitely. record. That's, but that's why just... those are the songs that end up in movies all the time because they can chop one part of that song and use it over and over again and chop another part. But especially it. when you yeah. can find a spot where the transition between two major parts of the song fit perfectly with what's going on, that's yeah. the double win. You yeah. know what I mean? But back to the local correspondence here because we haven't touched any further new shit. Um, yeah, so also... Uh, speaking on other local artists like Save Mars and Zanaya, they have uh, an event coming up, an open mic, March 7th. It's next uh, next week. Nice. Um, I didn't know about that one. Is, yeah. is there flyers up? Or? Well, plugged in MIA on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I remember that. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll be out there. You can sign up on Eventbrite um, for, for, your, for trying to perform. 
send in your stuff. I gotta sign up for that. Um, there's also uh, an EP release party on Friday. I'll be going to Inez uh, Barlatier. Barlatier. Oh yeah, that one. Um, she's uh, she's really dope. She's releasing the EP. She released one track from it. You can check out on Bandcamp. Um, but it's called Moon Moon. Um, yeah, just check it out Friday. It's from seven to ten. Release party, Little Haiti, Florida. How do you spell her last name? Um, not entirely sure. It's that one, Barletia. <laughs> well, I made it that easy. But that song's released. That's not released yet. Oh, well, that's a good tease right there. Yeah, you could pre-order it if you'd like. See that? Ten bucks. Jesus. Good for her. Oh, whoa. This project is uh, mixed by St. James. Mixed also because he is. Mama is a rock woman. My is a rock woman. Mama 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 is a rock woman. Fit for the quote unquote mainstream as he posited. Yeah, was, that, as so a demo, see, as so, he says. Yeah, yeah. demo, the, the word he uses yeah. demo. But I would use it. In, as far as the vocals and the writing, they say one thing, right? You say the lullaby thing, the whole the soothing, and then there's That's that. more the vibe and than then, the. And then there's that edge on it. The edge caused by. I think I, I do like the balance. Is, is, for me, that's kind of, I guess, the epitome of. What makes a good track is if I really like the vibe and energy is the starting point, and then if you can like take it all the way down to almost a contradictory um, content lyrically, mm. for some reason that rings uh, yeah. strongly with me. In in reggae, the bass mix, the bass mix is foundational. Foundational. You know, a lot of music. True, but shut off. But Robbie. a lot. Taxi Gang, Sly and Robbie, check them out. Black Yuhuru. I mean, Michael Rose. I mean, lions, 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 lions. <laughs> yeah, check them out. That's the foundation of reggae, the heart, the soul of reggae. Them boys, right there. That was my baby lion sound. You That's like the that? foundation That's the of hip hop and a lot of so so called quote unquote popular music right now. Talking yeah. about reggae is. But yeah. away from so, pop and back to local. Okay. I, I I feel like we keep dancing around like you brought up some shows. That's, that's I'm, just, I'm just presenting topics. You know? yeah, but did I like the shows though, but that's cool. Is there any new uh, shit that you're into though? Uh um, as far as just record drops? Record drops. I mean, the Save Mars is the most notable of late as well as the 10 days we touched on. Facts. Um 
Oh, and that Shula Sparks shit is pretty. Oh yeah, awesome you put too. me onto that. That was dope, as well as Donnie Marvo. Um, those are both dope. I'm trying to think really as far as drops. I've been thinking more about shows. You know, I like to go to shows. Uh, March 16th, um, Star of Marv is having an EP release. Nice. Um, it's also, I think it's in Little Haiti as well. Um, you can check that out. Inez's show is actually at the Lighthouse or Lightbox, if y'all are familiar with that venue. Not off top. Sure. Yeah, but um, Star of Marv's, it's a little more low key. I hear there's Joloff, so I'm going to be out there, get my my share. Um, yeah, man. So, I'm actually, uh, Minds Wide Open is actually getting into the uh, sponsorship space with shows. So I do have a couple I want to shout out, specifically yeah. two, that Minds Wide Open is going to be sponsoring. You know, promotionally, we're going to be on the scene. We're going to be giving away uh, some recording time and free mixing. At these events, so y'all should show up to them for that, if nothing else. I don't know the exact method, if we're going to do a cipher or we're going to like just do a raffle or whatever it may be. But um, basically, March 8th at Fuse Studios. Hev, you want to tell motherfuckers what's about to happen there? Yeah, I will be in the building, man. Hip-hop is back. I will be trying to bring you my brand of hip-hop. I will be in Miami at Fuse Studios. Beautiful spot, man. It's nice, nice decor. And uh, it'll be nice, man. Uh, hopefully, all of the artists that show up will be ready because I'm going to smash it. I'll probably be up around 9, 10 o'clock. Nice. If you haven't gotten your ticket, get your ticket, man. Come out and see me. That's dope. And we can get that at, like that link is in your bio on IG? Yep. Dope. Click the link. Hit that man uh, at For Heaven's Sake 100. That's the number four and 100 at the end. And then on also the 16th, uh, it, this... Is coincidentally, right? That's we're not talking. Wh- who, which show are you talking about on the sixteenth? Star of Marv. Okay, so also on the sixteenth is um, Pure. I don't want to get this wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Pure Filth. Yes, yes. On March sixteenth, that Saturday, uh, Pure Filth is another show that we're going to be sponsoring and giving out some some cool shit. And that's with the Dirty Gang. Shout out to Dirty Gang. I don't know if you know them. That's uh, you know. Dono, Rocket, uh, Bonesy the Kid over there. Shout out to them. Okay. I, I plan on having them on a podcast, so not, we're still lining up schedules. But um, that's another one I'm interested in just being around because I, I fuck with a lot of their uh, works and what, what they got going on over there. So I'm right. curious to see a little more. You know what I mean? Yeah. But dope, um, dope. any other events or anything of that nature? I should just put um, this whole segment out as a IG post of events. Yeah, man. I've, as far as coming up, we're still in February, so I'm sure a bunch will pop up. There's still some talks in the works, but I don't really know much else off top. I know Live and Local has an event, I believe, on March 10th. True. Um, a showcase. So there will be some visual artists there, some performing artists, as well as, uh, you know, photographers. Everybody's an artist out there, so. Yeah, definitely. Check it out. Live and Local, shout out to them. Cool. Uh, maybe a beach cleanup, if y'all are down. You already know. He's not talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Don't sleep on the beach cleanup, man. <clears throat> but actually, uh, there was one new drop. Jekka got soul dropped the track today, uh, which is part of the CP. It's pretty dope. Uh, produced by Spliff. That shit. Jekka got soul. Is this someone I? 
already know of, or? Uh, I don't know if you may or may not know her, but, uh, yeah, just dropped today. Look for that follow there, let's see. Yeah. How you spell that? Um, Jekka, J-E-K-A, got, G-O-T, soul, S-O-L-E. Um, also, uh, I kind of alluded to this earlier, but I didn't mention it, flew my mind. But March 9th, another project dropping. Patrice, the artist. It's called The Balance. Um, long awaited. They've been working on it for a while, and it's uh, highly anticipated. Dope. I'll check it out. Remember that? I don't, I don't know who that is. Patrice, check it out. Dope. Um, okay. Patrice, so, the artist? Was that what? That's Patrice's his IG tag, Patrice underscore the balance, actually. Oh, the balance. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> Bringing it back. Balance. Yeah. So, um, were you two entirely out of topics? I'm just curious, because once I resort to the nail, we're down that hole and there's no coming back, so. What are we? We're going down He's the rabbit hole. It up. He's we're building it up. Nah. All right, so. Blue or the red pill. Daniil. We've just been having conversations. <laughs> oh, you know what pill this is. We've just been having conversations. <laughs> This is not the yeah. turquoise pill. This is not the sky blue pill. This is the burgundy pill. Blood burgundy. Now to our burgundy pills co- correspondent, Daniil. Um, I need a rundown on this new Alex Jones uh, appearance. <laughs> a rundown on... Nah, it's just what you got to watch for yourself. Alex Jones is a wild motherfucker. Uh, I need I need something, man. You got to give me something here. The Joe Rogan podcast is the ultimate platform. Okay. Um, I would say the Minds Wide Open podcast is probably okay, the podcast. ultimate platform. Podcasting but. is the ultimate platform. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. For but, the current mode of consuming and disseminating information. That definitely was not my question. That was my answer to... <laughs> to, to, to what it was. Okay, well, do you have any topics to bring to the burgundy table then? You're in the red room, not the blue room. The burgundy table. No, I mean, what's up? Like I think I was, uh, you know what I'm looking for here, man. Where were we before? Uh, John, we're talking about, negative. Um, it wasn't negativity for once. I was... Uh, oh, yeah. Didn't you have a perspective on something he was It touching? was, yeah, no. It was, uh, he was talking about uh, Broward Rappers. It, it's more to do with the local scene. And uh, turning the negative into a positive. Oh yeah, turning the. So you need another negative. Is what you're saying? The negative into positive. That's <laughs> yeah. not it's a multiple. So many negatives. Listen, listen. The I'm, trying, I'm trying not to. St- <laughs> Yo, that'll be your corner name. Negative nine five four. What? <laughs> negative nine. What I'm trying to say politically. I'm trying to be political right here. Correct. <laughs> no, not correct. Just, just political. Politically incorrect. Yeah, those are mutually incorrect. exclusive concepts. Just 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 political in that I think uh um I'm a blame. I'm a I'm a blame that whole that whole thing. Uh letting them co op the Broward artist hip hop image. Who is they? So you gotta watch that uh you gotta watch that podcast because they get into that. But anyway. That podcast? Uh, yeah, the Alex Jones podcast. So the Alex Jones Joe Rogan podcast from yesterday touches on Broward No no the they, the they the who was they. You, you lose me very easily. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just. <laughs> I don't know what you were saying. You were saying who was they? I was answering your question. Okay. 
Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm gonna say uh, the Broward, the Broward artists are uh, yeah. at this point thoroughly to blame for the co-opting Is. of the Broward uh, negative drum roll, please. Artist image. And y'all need to, as Malcolm says, the scene is evolving. The culture is changing. Y'all fucking know better. Uh, y'all should uh, start doing better. Who, but, but, who's who? So you're saying we shouldn't have support. We're being too negative? Who we supported in the past. But they still are supported. I don't think it changes the scene too much. I just think, like, I always have faith in the people. So I'm just, like, an optimist. The proletariat, like you're just going to let them, you know, you know. So you have faith in the people, but you like, are... Even when I was growing up, I saw Art of Expression as like a great movement. And yeah, great you're, you're number nine, ideas. right? Um, seven. Life path? Oh. Got that uh, twist. Oh, my if we're playing soccer, yeah, I'll play nine. <laughs> you know your life path, Daniel? Or six or ten. I showed you the Enneagram earlier. <laughs> I don't necessarily buy into it. Well, then why did you show me it earlier? Because <laughs> it's, it's a reference, man. It's a reference. You get into reference. What is the number yeah, then? I didn't like. I, I, I didn't look at your number. I, 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 was, I was looking for Pisces I, off rip. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't research a number. Yeah, that, that's not the path number though. No, that's where it's derived from though. See, but Jung, the numerology is mm, a formula. But Jung, he, he he studied that. So what you're the new age? What you're referring to the life path is derived from Jung's enneagram. I'll take that. That's the answer. <laughs> Not to a question I asked, but I'll take it. But yeah, but I gotta, I gotta. All right, now I know when Daniil's here. I gotta come up with red pill questions. Malcolm, Malcolm is Malcolm. Is Do you have any red pill questions? Here? Has been a champion out here. He's all right, let's been... just talk about how awesome the Matrix was. Then, <laughs> still my favorite trilogy and movie of all time. Yeah. Shout out to Wachowskis. Where Shout are they? Uh, Keanu and <sighs> Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> we know where everybody else is but them where are the Wachowskis yes. what do you mean we, we know where they are where? Um, the, the women's room we didn't have we didn't have we didn't have this conversation earlier this is one of those conversations we didn't have earlier right but, this is uh, why I mean, yeah yeah, yeah. trying to segue I was trying to get it, get it there Damn, get you, it there are you, are you in the works too no, I, you no, try I, was, to, I, I don't even know I don't even know you're trying to set landmines and shit for no me? no but thing is I wanted to see where you were going to take that because we didn't get to get into it earlier. It was like, save it for the That podcast. was just a total coincidence. I, like, nah, I, I didn't even it. realize I had stumbled on like a lost... Uh, a lot of it was save it point. for the podcast. Mm. Yeah, we, we did a lot of that, and then we always forget what it was. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but that's what I wanted to do because he said something like, oh, well, we don't even know where they are now. What, or you said, what happened to them? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know what they're doing. I assume living off very good royalties. Taking oh, the shit. Got John, John Wick 3 coming. Taking a shower. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's. I I would have been totally fine if you didn't say that again. That's, a, that's a first time joke, you know what I mean? What? Oh, touche. Douche. So. What? <laughs> that's that's one, another one of my sayings, touche, douche. Because I want to call you a douche when I'm saying touche. And they're both you just the same uh, accent mark, and <laughs> instead of reversing it one way, you reverse the other. You know what I mean? I think I, I, think just I, call I, think I got that the first time too. Yeah, but yeah. I had to explain oh, it to oh, Hev. Me, me. I didn't know what the fuck. Yeah, man, the the Burgundy Pill side has a different level of uh, semantic uh, association. Understand it. 
I definitely don't have it. I tell you that. I listen to this man talk. I'm just trying to say, and I catch maybe not even, burgundy's not even the color. Like you study colors, Bur- red and purple make <laughs> red and blue make purple. I don't know why we got burgundy. That's a. I I went to burgundy because I was moving away from the blue. An awful color. Oh, so it's not a shade of it's. I'm not. I'm not looking for a mix of blue. I'm looking to get even further away from the blue. So we all the oh, way so, at burgundy. Oh, so we, we're, I wasn't even trying to play with like the fucking, you know, delicious apple colors or nothing. That's like, my point. It's that's still, still too close to blue. It's still closer to red though. It's it's still between the two, at an unequal spectrum. It's red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at an unequal spectrum. Your notebook. Is uh. Hey, I, I is like. I, I definitely like the color. You know. What so I'm saying? saying, put the red lighter in front of that bottle. No, but I mean, so you can p- present it so we can see it. Combining the colors? Yeah. You see it? <laughs> Why are we talking? Hey, oh, man. Do what you, you want on a podcast. What, what color I was really need to come yes. more What color prepared. was it? I don't can think that's going to work color? like that, man. <laughs> you can see it purple. If you're looking at the light. Where the lighter is I just see the red. You can't kind of you, you can't see either one through the other. No, you have you to. You can see. You obviously have to. Not the whole thing, but it's not going to turn the goddamn bottle <laughs> fucking purple. You'd obviously have to be <laughs> looking through. Yes, both that's of what them. I thought. It was going to turn the bottle purple. You'd have to be looking. It's going to look like a Nuka Cola. You would have to be looking through both of them to see the effect. Science. Mine's wide open. Science segment. Yeah, we taking the shot of. Uh, nah, I took mine. I'm good on that. Oh, you? Nah, He's good on me. Oh. I have responsibilities. You oh. gotta. Eat. You, you gotta take his responsibilities. <laughs> I gotta eat. Then oh. it's, it's me and you. You ever go by Neil? That really rubbed you the wrong way. Huh? That's a rhetorical question. Like that shit answers itself. Like no, hell no, I've never. <laughs> what do you what? think of look, what do you think of Neil? Like look at me, look at me, goddamn it! I'm gonna start calling you Neil. No, you're not, goddamn it! I just did. <laughs> oh wait, no, I didn't use it to address yet. Is I gotta Dan put a comma better? next to it. What up, Neil? Is Dan any better? Same kind of question. <laughs> Oh no, not really. That's like no. That's you not gotta something. have a favorite. That's not something <laughs> that happens between the two of those. No, there's just things that don't happen. Oh no, no, no! I'm gonna go with Danny L. What? <laughs> that probably more because people can't pronounce my name. <laughs> Danny L. It's all there. You just gotta put a space. Yeah, people probably call him that more. You just said. I like it though. Danny L. Look, man, you give me some room before the podcast. You're not getting the best podcast. <laughs> that's a lesson. That's the lesson for today. Before, during, and after. Editing. Can't edit. I can. I can. It's just a lot of work. (laughs) But I will. And I'm going to edit it down entirely to only those moments where we did that. It's going to be a compilation of... That was a fat one right there. That was was one of your wider whips. (laughs) But yeah, man, shout nothing. out to the hype man. We were talking about hype man too. Shout Yo, out to who's the, hype the best man. hype man of all time? Hype man. Hype man. Uh, I don't Which know, one of those? I go for, I go for Spliff Star, man. I like Spliff Star. I like Swiss Beats. 
who was the hype man always on records? Like Freaky Ty. Freaky Ty. DJ Callis. Every time you heard Mr. Cheeks. Yeah. You know? Every time you heard Mr. Cheeks, it was... Or um, DJ Clue was synonymous one time. You remember that karaoke T-Pain song? What? DJ Khaled? Karaoke T-Pain. The whole chorus was... T-Pain just dropped an album today. One Up. He dropped it already? Today. Damn. I found out about it today. I didn't know it dropped today. T-Pain was the last champion on The Masked Singer. He was the... That's why I found out about it. (laughs) Shout out so Wayne good on D, him for that. local artist, Wayne D. How do you feel about the masked singer, Mr. Uh, always, mainstream I've Correspondent? I've always liked T-Pain as an artist. No, not T-Pain, the show. I've always... I, well, that show, I think it's a spin. At first, I was like, how is this entertaining at all? Like, I have to take this shit in. I definitely it. heard the concept and was like, I was, what? I was going into it like, get out of my face. But the only reason... You guys know the show? The only reason I sat down and took it in, you the know, mask? if Nick Cannon is heading it, I'll listen it's, to it. It's basically a show. You're what? picking that up. What? Whatever you're doing, you're picking that up. The oh, thing you're my bad. You're right. Um, the show is basically there's a celebrity in a fucking costume. Uh, what's the word? Mascot uniform, oh, basically. Oh, so- and you, they fucking go through this whole thing, and then there's this whole performance, and you got to guess who it is. Oh, word. Yeah, because, I mean, but then again, you got people that are using talents that you don't know them for. Like, one of the singers were unmasked, and it was Ricky Lake. And you go back to the voice, and you're like, what? You forget she was on Broadway. That's you funny. forget she oh. was doing things. I didn't see that one. So I saw, you know, like, Gladys Knight, T-Pain. She um, was the raven, the black raven. That was Ricky Lake. So it was like, okay, yeah. And they, 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 sometimes they pick them, actually, because they get to talk and they have the voice disguiser and you see their body language and they sit there. And it's, it's, it can be entertaining if you're there. It's like a, they force the world to play charades together kind of thing. You know? They're giving your clues and everybody's like, it's this, it's that, it's this guy, he did this. You know, so the whole yeah, it's world... It's the fun of charades. joint speculation. Yeah. <laughs> charades. Which Joy. is the concept behind a podcast, I think. Speculation. <laughs> that, that, are we changing the podcast name? Is that what's going on? New right band now? name. Whoosh, whoosh. Mike Tyson just had a music festival pop up. How, how did that go? <laughs> it was a, you know, smoke friendly festival. You know, he has this well, high, brand, high right? podcast. Yeah. So uh, I heard it went out? well. I heard Why don't it was you guys dope. come out to my festival? It's, it's, like, it's still too much ass. He's trying to get like. You gotta go straight. Festival. 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 TH. Festival. What do you eat with your jerk chicken? There you go. You see? Killed it. Oh, shit. All right. Well, now that we've gone through the mainstream, local, burgundy pill, and uh, proper making fun of Mike Tyson accent or... Yeah, I love Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson's a brilliant dude. Who who doesn't? After that roast, he... One time for Mike, (laughs) Mike Tyson's cartoon. Everything Mike Tyson. He's trying to get... Migos at the next uh, festival. There was this festival in Cali? Um, no, I think it was more Midwest, like uh, Nevada or something. Oh, well. I'm not sure. All right. Last opening for speculation as to what Snoop Dogg's villain is going to be. Salamander. That's great. I could see it. You just went right with body type. Like lanky motherfucker, you know what I mean? 
I say Cobra. It's more marketable. Mm, I don't like either of those. If he's going to go with anything, it's going to obviously be Gators. When I'm talking about shoes, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> Double play. Right. I feel that. Right. Obviously, Because he can bring the Gators the, the, the in. Pimp, the whole... Yeah. But, uh, yeah. He, he won that one. Because he can flip it. I'll take it. Come on, man. Panther, man. We already got a black <laughs> panther. It's Leopard. Snoop. Fucking whatever. That's, yeah, that's you come true. Right. Snoop Panther. Still, that's, still. Cor- that's corny than Snoop Lion, man. The Snoop Lion was corny as feet. Snoop Gator. <laughs> well, the idea is still there with like Panther. It could be a be leopard. Corny. It could be whatever. It's still that, you know, lurking cheetah or whatever in the fuck. Like he, he, just, could, he doesn't strike me as a cat guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he was a lion, so is that not a cat? That's why, no, I'm saying, that's why that shit didn't Dog and that, lion, that where you go after that? That's why that shit didn't fly. Fucking Snoop Lion. I'm looking for some kind you of don't news. You don't think it's Snoop Lion. Well, flew. at least not with me. I'm looking for news. Alex Jones reunites with Joe Rogan, says there's an alien base in San Francisco. That's something you could have brought to the table. It's a small island. You could walk the whole island. You could have hit me with that one. (laughs) Listen, man. You were the one that... What's up with this San Francisco base, bro? Two conspiracy, man. And like I said, that's, that's that's not any of the important things that he says. He says way more important things than that. That's in there. That's clearly the distraction. But listen to what he says. Entertain him. Entertain him. That's all I was saying when I sent you the message. Entertain him. He entertains me. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> Sorry, I just got nothing right now. Don't so I got to make bad semantic jokes. <laughs> just entertain him. Um, nice podcast. Cool. Anybody got anything else? We For rapping? Nope. We're going out on some... some uh, what should we go out on here musically? I might have to end with some more Save Mars. Save Mars, 10 out of 10. Either way... It's 10 out of 10. <laughs> Shout out to Save Mars. Shout out to all motherfuckers that listened and or watched this. Thank you. I apologize for uh, lack of preparation this episode. Like many other episodes. This has been episode 14. And uh, we're getting, we're, we're, we're going to get better. Seen a lot, so understand why I can save you. Bitches always want to bitch about the ex. Niggas never want to ask about the whys. Misconstrue my kindness, I'm going to tell you what you duck. You don't want to see the look up in my eyes. If you fraud, then you know it. Get the fuck up on my lane. If you ain't, then you know it. Then you know that you're a lane. Niggas love and learn to swing. Bitches flowing on the wave. I might go and buy me flow. You say you do it in the swing. She gon'